0: As a season ticket holder of the Jets, I'm going to boo.
1: Jets take the first round selection, quarterback, Ken O'Brien of California Davis. Everybody said if Marino was going to be around at that
0: time, they'd take Marino. Obviously the Jets know something that, you know, the people up here don't. It's obvious to me right now that the Jets just don't understand what the draft's all about. (laughs)
1: The New York Jets select tight end from Penn State, Kyle Rady. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, our first real upset, I think, at this point in the draft. Welcome, everybody, to the New York Jets Couch Scouts podcast. This is your host, Peter Antonelli, here with your co-host, Justin Schwenderman. What's up, Jeff fans? Our silent assassin, as always, David Schwenderman, producer and editor in the background there. Uh, today we're gonna be we're gonna be bringing to you the Patriots, the Gate uh, whatever you want to call it, the the deflated balls in New England. Cheaters are at it again, man. Yeah, what else is new? We're gonna be touching on our biggest cap question headed into twenty fifteen off season. Who's the uh, who's the big number that may be moved, may have to be moved here? We're gonna be talking to our unrestricted free agents, restricted free agents, as well as a couple contract options we hold. I'd like to dive into unrestricted free agency as a whole. A couple offensive, a couple defensive guys to keep an eye on, in our opinion. And lastly, we're going to be talking about the elephant in our room, the quarterback position. A couple veteran names I'd like to keep an eye on, and I believe my uh, my partner here, Justin, prefers to go the younger route, but a couple names he may he may like heading into free agency. So leading off, like we said, the flake gate. The cheaters. The cheaters. Second... Uh, Second offense, you are what your record is, as their old coach and our old coach says, Bill Parcells, you are what your record is, and their record is dirty already. My whole my whole thing with this is, looking past what happened, it's all that's been talked about, every channel. I mean, at this point, I feel like you put on CNN, they're talking about this. Personally, I love it. Yeah, you would. I you love you would. to I see
0: the Patriots in distress on television. As does
1: every Jet fan, but... Where I want to go with this, the punishment. What punishment fits this crime, in your opinion?
0: In my opinion, what I think should happen is, obviously the head coach is responsible for the actions of his team and his staff members. Obviously, there's a GM and a president and an owner above him. But for his on-sideline team, he is responsible for that. Belichick should get a fine as as well as the team
1: losing a pick Okay, but in some that's way. fine. Robert Kraft is going to sell a couple boxes of macaroni and cheese and it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Okay, but that's is that all that needs to happen? And a draft. Pick. Sean Payton Sean Payton was suspended for a year. And that was something that, 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 that there was no there was no changing of a rule book. There, there was, was no a, book there was a violent it was a, a violent act.
0: It was a violent act behind it. Behind the bounty is is, is money on violence. Okay. On but, hitting a player or or knocking a player okay, out. Okay, but we were this, not.
1: We were not. It was break. We were breaking an ethical rule. We were not bending a rule. We were not altering altering the, the field of play. That that's where I want to go with this. I I have been on record. I, I said it already. I don't think this is this is a big thing here. I really don't. I mean, Garrett Blount could have been carrying a beach ball. They couldn't tackle him.
0: We, we know that it, it wouldn't have changed the outcome of the game. Patriots were going to win this game, I think, no matter what. But cheating is cheating. As we know, as I've known from asking players of experience working for a football team,
1: the ball with less air, easier to catch, easier to throw, especially in Jerome the weather. I Especially in Jerome the weather. Jerome Bettis, Mark Brunel, I know, they, mm-hmm. they showed it. I'm not arguing the fact. I'm just, I want to stress now, moving forward what is proper punishment? What is the precedent that has been set? With Spygate, there wasn't a precedent. I still can't believe the tapes were burned, but first-round pick, huge fine. Slap on the wrist, it looks like now, because they obviously didn't learn their lesson. So you think Belichick should should lose a year? I don't want to say yes, but if Sean Payton did, why not? And again, as a Jet fan, of course, this is coming off, so i I love that. Every Jet fan would love that but, but I, I just have to stress, second offense, what fits this crime? What, the, the, this isn't a the, there is nothing to go to the book for with this. And 11 out of 12 balls. This isn't something I want to be talking about. We have to talk about this. It was pressed on me because it's such a big issue.
0: For me for me, uh, for no one being guilty at this point, and us knowing just what we know, the league said eleven Ride out of twelve. Ride with the innocent before proving guilty. Exactly. Here. Okay, and you, but and you
1: have to guilty has been a word used in terms of when the report of eleven out of twelve, and after the investigation was was looked at. So guilty is a word that's been used, so you can't really fall back guilty on that in yet. the
0: meaning saying that it was it was it was a something told from the higher ups for a staff member to do this or a quarterback to do this? Where is it coming from? Where is the message coming from? It's
1: almost disrespectful if they really, really expect us to believe that one equipment guy said, you know, I feel Brady will throw this ball better if I take a couple PSI out of it. And took
0: 11 of them, by the way. Not just one
1: ball. Took 11 of them. All right, well, enough Patriot talk if you ask me, but wrapping it up, really looking forward to seeing what the punishment's going to be. There has to be one. It won't be for Super Bowl weekend. Well, that's evident, but... Which it you should. You it should, though. Uh, uh, debatable. But we'll see. Moving forward. Biggest cap question of 2015. I'm ready. It's it's the it's the gun I've been firing since the trade was made. Go ahead.
0: Percy Harvin.
1: Percy Harvin. I'm Mike McCagnon. I step into the office with Woody Johnson. Woody Johnson, I don't know how he would really be able to portray this information, but... Woody Johnson explains to me that we can have $55 million, but we would not have Percy Harvin on that roster. Or we can have $45 million, and we can have Percy Harvin on this roster. How is this a thought? How is this debatable?
0: Not debatable. You take Percy Harvin with the, 40, with the $10 million down. You, uh, you need a playmaker like Percy Harvin on this team. We're, we're looking to improve. We're looking to score points Throw the ball, run the ball, exciting plays. This is a player that does it. Um, if you lose him, this offense already goes down two more notches. You can't just have Eric Decker and Eric, Jeremy Curley. I'm sorry, Jeremy Curley doing all the load work here. I, I think you need Percy Harvin on this team. He, just to play. Percy that Harvin's the type
1: of guy that, if you want to use an NFL slogan, keeps defensive coordinators up at night. Percy Harvin's the type of guy that ten and a half million dollars notwithstanding. I feel it does it does need to be looked at if possible. I would love to, if I can if I can go off on a little tangent here. I would love go to ahead. try to would love to try to play the Jonathan Vilma role with this. Take that fourth round pick. Wink, nod, handshake, whatever you want to say. Cut Percy on Wednesday before the draft. Resign Percy on Monday after the draft. Turn some of that money into a nice little check up front. Take that pick from sixth round and leave it at six round. Don't give up a top 100 pick. Let McCagnan, our pro personnel guy, go to work and keep Percy on this team. Saints did it to us with Vilma. Broncos did it to us with a playing time percentage with Dwayne Robertson. It's about time we come out on the, the other end of these deals for once. So just a little food for thought. Something I don't feel is being talked about, but it'd be nice to save that if you include compensatory 64, throw in another 10. It'd be nice to save that 75-pick difference in that deal. And regardless, whether that's done or not, Percy Harvin, for this offense, I mean, you bring in a guy like Chan Galley. He, he had success with C.J. Spiller, a guy who can find speed on the field and get it in open space. Percy Harvin's a guy that has to be on this roster. If you can't build this roster with the free agents we have even on our own team. If you can't build this roster with $45 million, you aren't the right guy for the job. So, Percy Harvin, to me, isn't really a debate.
0: No debate. He should definitely be on his team next year.
1: Thank you. Leading into our own free agents, uh, restricted-wise, Damon Harrison and Jaquan Jarrett. I think it's safe to say both will be back. I don't know if you agree with me there, but Tender's really... I mean...
0: Totally agree. Uh, Jaquan obviously won it with the Pittsburgh game, and uh, Damian Harrison... He uh he just comes out and plays everything. Big day. snacks. Yep, he comes out and plays everything. Big every day, snacks is a
1: personal favorite. It's his Rice Krispies. That's it. Big snacks personal favorite for me. Uh and, and what I was alluding to, restricting free agency has been dead for years now. I almost feel it's a, maybe a little collusion, I don't know, but if you got a restricted free agent, you tag him, you tender him. He, he's he's generally a, a very good percentage to be on your team for that following year. Leading into our unrestricted free agents, uh, David Harris, Bilal Powell, Kenrick Ellis. LeJay Duzible, Nick Ballore, Tanner Purdom. Must resign. Laugh all you want. The stability in that long snapping position is important. Ask the Giants years back, Trey Junkin. Little little, little jab there. Sorry, Giant fans, but important, believe it or not. Greg Salas, Ben Agelana, Philip Adams, John, the Terminator Connor, Mike Vick, Willie Colon, DeJuan Landry, Kyle Wilson... Jermaine Cunningham and we hold contract options on Chris Johnson and a guy who played much more than I feel expected last year and quite admirably Jason Babin how do you uh how do you feel on Chris Johnson there Justin I figured I'd let you go here you're chomping at the bit
0: gotta go Chris Johnson has to go I don't want to see gold teeth anymore I don't want to see him
1: okay let's just let's just say he is gone that leads me into somebody I can't wait to talk about here Guy up top on my list, Bilal Powell.
0: I would definitely agree. He needs to stay on this team. Somebody that knows the Jets organization. Someone that could teach the incomers um, about the organization. Know, knows
1: the ropes Jack a of bit. all trades. Great at nothing. Good at everything to me, Bilal Powell. I mean, that, the, the run in Atlanta a couple of years ago, he should have been lost for three. should have been a three-yard loss. And he, he gets two out of it gives Folk a little bit better position, he drills the field goal, we win. Those are the type of little plays that n- nobody looks back on, nobody really remembers, but Bilal Powell is good for those. I feel he's our best blitz protection running back. I love Chris Ivory, love the way he runs, but Bilal Powell is our best pass protector in the passing game. Yes,
0: yes, and also can catch the ball better than Chris Ivory. And did. like you were
1: alluding to, I mean, Ivory, you, you didn't really say it, but I Ivory be coming in with one year left on his deal. And Bilal Powell's the type of guy that's been around, the type of locker room guy you want to keep on a team. And the type of guy, in my opinion, when you take care of and you bring back other guys' notice. I
0: would, I would also say that Bilal, he's not really an NFL veteran, but he isn't a Jets veteran. Good point. Can, can Very good be, point. We need to keep those players around. We don't, we don't, we don't throw those players away, especially for for not for the, the cap room that we have. And the money that we can pay Bilal Plow, he's definitely a player that we can. Perfect
1: bridge there for for what you were just saying. David Harris. David Harris, to me, answers what our next uh, topic would have been as well. Our biggest unrestricted free agent to make a decision on. I've been saying all year, uh, if Rex was back, if we stayed in a 3-4, well, Rex isn't back, but we stayed in a 3-4. And David Harris is the type of guy that I fear Rex may be looking to bring to Buffalo with him.
0: Um, if, if he's willing to take the hometown discount and stay in New York, and I know that Rex is his man and everybody wants to play for Rex, and he's going to try. I just look at David
1: Harris as Bart Scott. We were on Bart Scott's doorstep when we got Rex. We brought in Jimmy Leonard. We brought in Marquise Douglas. I can easily see that being any combination of Kenrick Ellis and Leger Doosable, David Harris, and Dewan Landry. And I pray he brings Kyle Wilson to Buffalo. That that I would actually enjoy. Best part of Rex going to Buffalo would be if he's bringing Kyle Wilson to their slot corner position.
0: I, I totally agree that Rex has his his boys and he brings them with him and he he gives them jobs. But like you like you were saying, uh, David Harris is is comparable to uh, Bart Scott and and Landry. I would have to put David Harris a little higher than that. He's, Absolutely, he is a
1: way better player. We agree. With David Harris's importance to this team, David Harris's place on next year's team, and the fact that it is there for him, what I think we may disagree on is the value of a David Harris. Can you can, can you agree with me or disagree with me on that?
0: I still, kind of, I still think he is valuable. I don't for think this he's the team. type of guy
1: you get in a bidding war at this point. No, in his no, no, no. I don't agree with that. I think I don't Rex agree can bring that. it there, though. Not on an insane money level, but I do. I, I can see it going there. And I think if it goes that route, you have to let him walk. Uh,
0: okay, I agree with you there. I agree with you if, if we get into a bidding war and Rex is pushing for his man. But if there is if there is a little there's little interaction with him and he's he's willing to stay here and wants to be part of this team, I think you. A la Cromartie last year,
1: who was lobbying to come back, and we didn't even put an offer on the table. I think uh, that's
0: I, where we mess up in our off
1: season But so that's we, but that new front office. That's the type of thing that Kagan has a chance to come in with his clean slate and really show a difference. Another free agent I would like to touch on here is Kenrick Ellis. I think Kenrick Ellis, if he could ever stay healthy, is the type of guy that could be the difference maker in the middle of a defensive line.
0: Yep, yep. I think he's a great nose, nose tackle. He's uh, he's big, and he uh, uses his body well. I think that he should strong be honest. Punch. Very strong. Very strong
1: punch. My, my, my thing is the injuries, though, when a big guy... Gets nicked, a big guy stays nicked.
0: That's why you got to make sure you have snacks on this team. What
1: market do you think could be out there for Kendrick Ellis? Because when he has played, he has put some phenomenal penetration and some great effort on tape. I think he's he's going to get
0: almost the same looks as the DeVitos and the... the, uh,
1: Ritui, what was his name Rapati again? Rapati Patoa Tua. Exactly. See, Patoa Tua didn't capitalize until a team after us, though. He left us and left us off the Achilles. He wound up capitalizing off Tennessee. So, I mean, I happy for him. But I think Kendrick Ellis is a hair above Rapati Patoa And even Mike DeVito. Mike DeVito got paid well. I was happy <laughs> to see him get paid. but was sad to see him leave. But I, I think Kendrick Ellis has a much higher ceiling than a Mike DeVito. Moving on here, a couple guys I, I have no problem showing the door. Willie Colon. Loved what he did two years ago for us. Uh, just I, I can't do the third and one offside anymore. He's got to go. I can't do the hold on second and six, killing I the drive. need
0: a we need either the young guy in there or, or a veteran free agent to be thrown in there.
1: Duan Landry. Can Rontez Miles please see the field? <laughs> please. We, we
0: know where I come from, and we know that I've seen him play in college. Man, this guy can hit. He can tackle. He might not be the best guy you keep out there in space, but he's a box. He's a big guy that loves to tackle.
1: And one more, uh, I feel, I don't want to say must-resign, but type of guy you bring back, Nick Bellore, before we move forward here. I got I to gotta say, Nick Bellore is a is a core special teamer, all four, uh, a locker room guy. You see him do a lot of the interviews around with the camera on the Internet type of guy that keeps a locker room loose and takes care of his job on the field. Uh, and those are the guys you want to keep around.
0: Another Jets veteran. Um, but I would also like to throw from that list, I've, I've said this many times, that I, I like Greg Salas, and I think that he, he has shown some stuff to be put on this team to compete for a spot next See, year.
1: I'm glad you went there. I don't want this at all to come across as a knock on Salas, but Shaq Evans, Quincy Inunua. Uh, same thing I was alluding to with Duan Landry in terms of Rontez Miles. I think Shaq Evans and Quincy Anun would just need the opportunity. Let them battle each other out if we only have one spot available. But I don't want to see reps, I don't want to see, see, especially preseason snaps, get taken from those two young kids for a guy like Salas. Salas did show enough, did make the team last year, it was a great story. I don't see Salas as a guy two, three, four years from now that's still on this team and is still somebody you're building around. Invested two assets in two wide receivers last year, three, but we let Jalen Saunders go because he muffed a punt. A little short sighted there. Uh, invested in these two receivers last year. Have to try to see if we can reap some of the benefits on that. So Shaq Evans, Quincy Anuna, two, two names I would like to keep an eye on this offseason as well as the Dexter McDougals, and my own personal favorite from last year, I in Kempale, I think N Kempale showed a nice burst, showed nice flash, great hustle, and, and the, the type of burst off the line that really pass rushes are made of in this Looks league. Looks
0: like he's got great balance.
1: Absolutely. Moving forward, a couple unrestricted free agents league-wise that i like to touch on. Uh, who would be your top offensive guy if you, you're told you have a blue chip and you can put your blue chip on one guy? And he's a Jet.
0: If, we're, if we are not looking to re-sign, if we're, we're looking to keep Percy on this team, obviously the, the, the free agent market this year is big on wide receivers and tight ends with Dez and, and yeah, Thomas. Uh, see, that's Seeing those guys might not, le- might not Might not even get there. Might not even get on the market.
1: A lot of times when I look at this free agency, I like to try to pencil in, pencil in players that are on teams that are a little strapped, on teams with big-time quarterback money tied up. Teams where I can actually see them walking, see the player hitting the market. So that's just something I want to throw in before we talk.
0: But I but I think the offensive line is where I'm looking. Mike Ayupati or, or uh,
1: Franklin from Denver? Orlando Franklin? Yes. Ayupati's my, my guy. I, I'm not trying to piggyback you there. But I think you bring in an Ayupati, you bring in a stabilizing force a la what Fanica did for those 09 and 2010 rosters going to championship games. I think the brick on the left, Mangold in the middle, and Bruno on the outside. Uh, our cornerstones are set. Our foundation's there. Problem is, we've been juggling two guard spots and trying to hide them. Hiding one is much easier. Bringing in a stabilizing force. In that case, it would be left guard with Ayupadi. And letting the young kids, in the form of Odeyabushi, who took a quantum leap step from year one to year two last year. And just, if that, if, if he could keep that progression going, the job would wind up being his. But letting Odeyabushi, last year's fourth round pick, Dakota Doja. Dalton Freeman, who was a nice fine Mangold's backup at center, undrafted from Clemson. And yes, Jet fans, Brian Winters, letting those four young guys battle it out for one spot and having a really maybe cover-up here or there for only one guard spot can be the difference in this offense with bringing back a Percy, with Decker having a good year last year, coming back a year more comfortable, and with adding a, another weapon or two. Uh... Jason Morrow isn't isn't anything to scoff at, in my opinion. I think the fact that he got comfortable last year, I don't want to throw out that he led tight ends in receptions, really, because it was a down year for, for the Ebrons of the world and, and that class in general. So. I think the talent may be building on that side of the ball, where if we can get that line settled up front and give protection to whoever it is that will be taking the snap, it could make a big difference.
0: I think that, um, yes, bringing in a... Uh bigger time uh, veteran free agent for the offensive line would uh, would help us. Because I, I think that four veterans or four players that know what they're doing, including uh, Nick Mangold and DeBrickershaw Ferguson, helps the young guy at the guard position.
1: Absolutely, you can cover up for him. Exactly, easier. and they
0: can create camaraderie real in, quick.
1: In the scenario we're talking about, though, with Ayupadi at left guard, are you as comfortable with Giacomini on the right side covering up? For a young right guard, which, again, if if O'Day were to progressive he would win the job. And he really, he's not the type of guy you maybe have to cover up for anymore, so it I'm, just has to play itself I'm out. I'm cool man.
0: with trying Giacomini inside a little bit. Obviously, I'm not a huge Giacomini fan. I know there's a veteran He won a Super Bowl last year, but... Um, two years ago it's yeah. Well, two yeah, years ago. last Super Bowl. Um, but I see him get beat a lot. I, I feel like he, he's got his... Turns his hips too much. I see him get off the ball. Edge rush gets beat.
1: Yeah, and your right tackle. He's, though, he's listen for the price. That, kick step, for the price that Austin Howard got, and and he's playing god. Uh, Giacomini, by no means, in my opinion, was a bad sign by Idzik. And uh, I'm I'm comfortable for the next year or two at right tackle. I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah,
0: I'm cool with him on the team. I'm not his biggest fan, obviously.
1: Also, um, don't wanna don't wanna forget Dakota Dozier was a tackle in college. Definitely has the ability to swing out there. And a guy like Ben Agelano was a free agent we really didn't touch on. We've former a cold second-round pick. We've spent a couple of years now really putting a little work in on him. I don't know if that's a guy we're looking to bring back or not. A new regime, Bradway out, probably a guy that was a supporter. Bauer out. It's The, the supporters that some of these guys had in the building are no longer here. So McKagan may be looking to come in and, and start fresh just like he is in the, in the offices upstairs. I don't know. That's, that, that'll, that'll tell itself.
0: But Pete, let's get to my defensive guy. I want to talk. About. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Antonio Cromartie.
1: Look at this, he's chomping at the bit.
0: signed in the first week of free agency, so we can get that position set and ready, and we can move on with our offseason. You know where
1: I'll agree with you with the first week there, only because it's bringing him back to New York. It's the fact that he wanted to stay. It's the fact that he got comfortable with Todd Bowles. I don't think Antonio Cromartie is exactly a a day one, day two type. Prospect, if you would, for free agency anymore, but for our situation and the type of goodwill it may do for our locker room, I'm in agreement with you. Let's
0: show some players some respect. Let's do that for once. Let's let's give them. That was that was
1: what I was alluding to. With yes. Bob Powell too, take care of your own, and it goes a long way. I feel both in negotiations and your locker room in general, the the vibe. The if I take care of my business here, they're going to take care of me. And I feel like that's what we did with Jeremy Curley. That's why I was by no means down on the Jeremy Curley contract.
0: So Crow, I think, is a must defensive sign. My answers.
1: guy, I'm not going to say that's a must, but guy I'm keeping my eye on because I want to know how much McCagnan had in bringing him in is Brooks Reed. I loved Brooks Reed when he was coming out. Didn't hurt that it was the year Clay Matthews was having the, the monster season with the hair and everything. But big Brooks Reed fan. Uh, he's a guy from Houston that I'm keeping my eye on. Kendrick Lewis, another guy I'm keeping my eye on from Houston. Uh, just McCagnan ties, guys he knows, and Roll Todd corner Kareem Jackson. Maybe reunite him with D Milner here. Uh, try to rejuvenate <laughs> Milner's career. I don't know. Just a couple names I'm keeping my eye on there. If we were to let a David Harris go, how do you feel about a Ray Malaluga leaving Cincinnati?
0: I love. I think Ray is a no question. You would have to bring in, if we're looking for a middle linebacker, an inside linebacker, You bring in Ray. Um,
1: now, that'd be a good replacement for David Harris. That's why I brought it up, but here's really where I wanted to go with that. K.J. Wright or Ray Malaluga? Contract on the table, both Will and the Sun. Wright, I feel, fills the athletic linebacker that we need. But do we already have that in Demario Davis? Do you trust that Davis takes that next step? I think Malaluga, if you were to lose to David Harris, is the perfect guy to come in and replace the David Harris.
0: Um, No question about that. I like Ray. I just want to throw my Larry Foot idea out there. He, uh, he is coming from Arizona. I knew, it. I knew Arizona. it was coming. I knew it was coming. And Todd Bowles, man. He, they had the best defense in Listen, the league Listen, same this year. thing we
1: talked about with Rex. I can't, I can't knock it. With Rex bringing his guys and installing his system, do I think it'll happen? No. Can I see it? Yes.
0: Larry Foot, 2015,
1: baby. Uh, Larry foot Are we going to bring all the old Steelers over? I know our... Uh, our silent assassin back there, Dave, is, is, is drumming the Ike Taylor, uh, the Ike Taylor bandwagon, right? right? He loves himself some yeah. big head Mike Ike. I think he's still taking the uh, taking the, the, the dirt out of his face mask from the Marius Thomas there, <laughs> from the dirt kicking up. I, I don't know, though. All right, here, wrapping up the elephant in our room, the quarterback position. The position that, that, that trumps all. What are you comfortable with? Give me a name. Give me, a, give, me a, give me a guy who you'd be all right with as a bridge for you.
0: That is, a, that is a NFL quarterback now? Or? Yeah, but whatever, whatever you want to do. Personally, I think that if Mariota is sitting there at 6 for us, you have to grab him. I think that Mariota had a great college career.
1: I think you have to field a lot of phone calls if he's sitting there at 6. And you can call me crazy on that. This is something with the time we have left. We cannot get into, so I'm going to go right into a couple of my names. I'm sorry to tease that there, but I got to. Brian Hoyer, I know what you're going to say, but Brian Hoyer's a guy I keep my eye on. I, uh, I've been hearing a lot he's looking to join O'Brien in Houston, possibly be the bridge to Savage or somebody else down there. I don't know how you feel about that.
0: I like Hoyer. Uh, Hoyer's okay. Um, I'm more into the bringing the veteran, like the, the Brunel. I, I like the Hasselbeck. If he's willing to play... I'm willing to, to, to give him a shot. I just don't if
1: Matt Hasselbeck's looking to play anymore. I think he may be comfortable in that mentor role. Name, I, name I've really liked for a little bit, going back to Carolina and Miami. He's won when he's played. Matt Moore. Is Matt Moore ready to come in and be a stop Not guy? a
0: fan of him. Not a fan of Matt Moore. Never, ha- never have been. Seen him play with... Uh, the Miami Dolphins and the and the Panthers before, and I know he's had some stints of a couple games. I just never thought he could be consistent enough. Even I think if he has to compete with Gino, I think Gino beats him out. That
1: was a perfect lead, and I was just gonna say, I don't want to be uh, mistaken here for saying Gino should be should be handed the job by any means, but Gino's not a guy you cut just to cut. Gino's two very young years on the table still, and a guy who I feel we're talking bring somebody in to compete with. I know you're in agreement there.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely think he needs to compete. There's no way he gets the job easy next year. He has to compete.
1: Is there a guy on this roster who could maybe compete with him already? I was thinking Go that might, name. Might, might, name. might
0: give Sims a little tryout, man.
1: Giovanni Garcia. And I hope you're out there listening. You can find us on Apple iTunes and Podomatic.com. Don't forget, this is your moment. Buster beating the drum. Matt Sims. Go ahead.
0: I, th- I think that it could be possible that he, uh, he gets a shot this year. But I know what you're going to say. I think that Sims needs to get, be looked at this year in competing with Gino for the start.
1: Well, the listen, spot. we've put enough time into him. It's been a couple of years now. It, it, it's it's kind of use it or get off the bowl, to censor myself here. Well, folks, thank you for uh, tuning in this week. Hope we get a couple more ears next week. Again, you can find us at Apple iTunes and uh, Podomatic.com. Before we, uh, before we leave you here today, though, just ending on a little bit of a samba note, but definitely necessary. want to send our condolences out to Manny Suarez and the Lucari family. Love you guys. Ron, Chris, everybody out there, our, uh, our hearts are with you. Sorry for your loss. Once again, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, be sure to check us out next week.
0: You can uh, find us on our social networks next week. We'll give you all the information. Upcoming on that. Thanks, guys. Jets, keep Jeff fans, keep your head up. One,
1: two, three, and the,
0: the Jets!